The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Ooh, that, uh, the inflection there got more and more intense as we went through the words that we were speaking. But welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Oh, that's right. We live, we live, we live in this place. No, we, we, we set up camp here. Heidi Hole. Uh, this is not an elevated Heidi Hole, although we are slightly elevated here in this, this amazing place that we found near the end of last episode. And I don't even know which way is which. I guess that way is east. So we came through... Oh, that's really awesome. That's really awesome. It's great waking up and seeing this awesome stuff. There seems to be like a river. The river is what ran through it and cut out this opening here. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff indeed. Wolfie seems to think so as well. You won't be sharp about it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, welcome back to Far Lines of Bust. This is episode... This is episode. Sorry, I'm navigating down the corridors here, but this is um, this is episode 527 of Far Lands or Busts for your Thursday, November 5th, 2015. Neat. Although it does seem to be uh, it seems to be smoothing out here as we continue on. Uh, but yeah, for November 5th, 2015. As we are continuing to the west, towards those far lands, in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3, and we are also raising money for Child's Play Charity over at farlandsbus.com. We got a grand old donation while we were actually live streaming yesterday during Twitch Tuesday, uh, but now we are up to. We started our, our last episode. Last episode we were at seven thousand seven hundred fourteen dollars. Now, now, wait for it, $9,046.01 from 12 to 15%, I think is what we went. And that is amazing, and I do appreciate all the donations. We got a few donations in, but the most, the host with the most, the, the donor with the most, mo, moaner, what, what? <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to complete that sentence. Uh... Donated during the, 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 the Twitch Tuesday, and I noticed it as I took a break. I'm like, whoa, craziness. And they said it was all right if we say who it was from. It's from our friend Drevere Sylvanus. That frequent name that we hear many, many times over and over and over again here. Once again came through very generously with a big donation to Child's Play Charity. Much appreciated, much appreciated. They also gave a question which I'll get to in a moment here, but but great, great stuff indeed, indeed. Woof, woof to you too, Wolfie. Speaking of woof to Wolfie, we need some, we need some oink for pigs to feed Wolfie with. But yeah, that's that's great stuff. So over at farlandsbus.com, you yourself can donate using the donate button right there on the homepage, a little tracker widget thingamabob that Child's Play Charity provides for us. All the donations go straight to Child's Play Charity. Learn more specifically about them at childsplaycharity.org. Woof! 
Another number of interest is I recently just checked. I missed. I missed it, but uh, I checked the the world save for Farlands of Bust. We surpassed the nineteen thousand megabyte mark. I missed that changeover in the odometer. We're at nineteen thousand two hundred seventy-seven point eight megabytes before I loaded this the, the world here today. Before starting to record this episode, have a seat, Wolfie. You require sustenance. There we go. Boop. And he got that. Good. So yeah, craziness. 19 gigs of a world of just walking in a straight line, a straight-ish line, a meandering line to the west in one direction here in Minecraft beta. 1.7.3. Uh, known for not being as efficient with the save files, I think, but that's alright. We'll deal with it. Deal with it! Just like they're not too efficient with the floating points and the positioning and whatnot, but whatever. So, yeah, that, that's a cool number to look at. Uh, another number I kind of brought up in the last episode was episode uh, 524. The episode before last episode got a large amount of views, and I'm like, what's up with that? What is up with this? How do I how do, I do this again and again for each and every one of my series and videos on YouTube? Uh, apparently, the consensus is, the consensus is that it had an interesting thumbnail. I had a picture of the what appeared to be a void, a a vortex in the water, and the pig falling into it, an interesting thumbnail, and an interesting title, Vortex to the Underworld, were both what caused such increased views to that video. So what we've concluded is clickbait works. <laughs> exactly as it sounds. It baits people into clicking. So from now on, each and every one of my thumbnails and my titles are going to be completely the opposite of what you can actually expect in the video. <laughs> no, not really. Um, but yeah, that's, that's actually uh, interesting uh, and a little disappointing because, <laughs> as you know, I don't particularly subscribe to that method of YouTubing, uh, but maybe I should. I don't necessarily play the game, but maybe, maybe, maybe I should, I don't know, sit on the sidelines and, and dip my toe in the water. Apparently it's a water sport, I don't, I don't know, uh, to the game every once in a while. Uh, so I'm gonna, I am actually gonna be testing that out, not with Farlands of Bust immediately. Um, a series like Forza, uh, already, like Farlands Bust, I don't run ads on it anyway, so... Oh, thanks, Wolfie. That was much appreciated. Uh, so I don't run ads on Farlands Bust. It is supported ad-free thanks to patrons over at Patreon. Uh, so an increased number of views for that episode or any episode really doesn't affect me in particular. It, it would hopefully affect the charity, I suppose, and spreading the word or whatever. But uh, uh, same thing goes for the Forza series, the, the console games on my channel are supported without pre-commercials thanks to patrons at Patreon. So the next few Forza videos might seem a little bit non... Careful Wolfie! Non-Kurt J. Mac titles. Can't really do too much with the thumbnails there. But uh, yeah, I, I've like switched around like people in the comments even. Th these are suggestions coming straight from you guys. Maybe like we have Minecraft Farlands of Bust 
then we have the episode number, then we have the episode title. Maybe put the title first and then the series after. So instead of it being Kurt Place Forza 6, it's going to be crazy title to get your attention in all caps, then Forza 6, then the episode number. Just just a little bit of warning. It There might be no crossover here for this audience and the Forza audience, I don't know, but we're just, just testing things out. We've always got to adapt and, and, and see what works and what doesn't and... Uh, you know, if it's if it's worth it to perhaps bait the clicks a little bit, and if that brings a new or more interested audience, well, we'll have to see. I don't know, but uh, huh, I mean that that was interesting, and that's that's kind of something I can do without affecting the content that I make. So maybe that's why I'm a little bit hmm. Maybe I can concede that part of it a little bit. To see what effect we can get out of that, but the content itself uh, isn't going to change at all if you get if if you catch my drift. But uh, but anyway, yeah, that was some some interesting insight from everybody. I do appreciate that, uh, and it does honestly kind of make sense. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, I also want to remind everybody that the Mindcrack Marathon is still happening this weekend. Obviously, starting Friday night. Technically, midnight, November 7th through November 8th. Midnight to midnight, Eastern Standard Time, for 48 hours. Friday night to Sunday night, I guess you could say. Going to Extra Life Charity, we are all getting together, or the majority of us are, are getting together in, in San Francisco, live in the studio, to do a, a live stream marathon live, which is ironic. Live stream, live, you're crazy. Uh, but that, uh, that'll work out pretty cool. That'll be interesting. I've recorded some Formula One today, and then I'm recording this Far Lands of Bust episode, and then I'm, I'm gonna have to throw in the towel, because I need to then edit, render, and upload these, and, and prepare them for release whilst I be away. So, yeah, I talked about this during yesterday's Twitch Tuesday. There prob- well, there definitely won't be a Saturday episode of Far Lands of Bust. And there probably, almost probably, definitely won't be next week Tuesday episode of Far Lands of Bust. So Far Lands of Bust will return... Wednesday... No, Thursday. Oh, I guess. Haha, <laughs> one week from today. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> how do, wait, how does that work? I missed two episodes, but then I'm a whole week behind. I guess that makes sense if there's only three episodes a week, right? Science, math, and other stuff. I do them in my head sometimes. But, uh, yeah, alright, so that, that's alright. I think we could take a... it's a short flob break. If, if, if perhaps you're, you're feeling lost without your flob, you've got 500-some-odd episode history to go catch up on if you missed any. One or two, maybe you can find those that you missed. <laughs> but, uh, regardless, we're not gonna miss the next two days of Minecraft here. Because we're gonna go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. And awakeness. And yes, there is just I it's probably just a false positive. No wait, that's not the terminology. It's a confirmation bias on my own part, but it just feels like there is a lot more snow and ice that we're experiencing. In this season, season six of Far Lands are bust, but I could be wrong. It just seems like a lot. Maybe just it just seems like the the snow biomes we do encounter are much much larger, and we spend much more time in them than before. 
Got nothing to back that up other than my... My perception. But yeah, like I mentioned, Dravir Sylvanas has donated very generously to our Child's Play charity fundraiser at farlinesbus.com. And the question that they gave with the donation, where would you define is your home and why are there multiples? So we're looking at the concept of home. Well, way back there east, I have a cabin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a cabin in the woods in the snowy biome. Um, where is home? This is tough. This is a kind of a deep topic. Like, where do you consider home? Perhaps, perhaps you still live at, quote-unquote, home. The home your parents live in and raised you in, perhaps even. Uh, that that that's difficult to say. Perhaps you don't. Perhaps you live in your hometown where you grew up in. So the concept of home. Perhaps you're older and you have your own family, separate from the family and home you grew up in. So perhaps that is home. This one's kind of twisted my noodle a bit. I kind of touched on this a little bit after I moved here to Phoenix, where the Guinness World Records book said that oh, Kurt J. Mack from Phoenix, USA. I'm like ah. I don't, I'm not from. That's not where I'm from. That's where I live right now, but it's not where I'm from. It doesn't say anything about me or my personality or where I grew up or my, my family even to say I'm from Phoenix as much as it would say, oh, I'm actually from, originally from, grew up in uh, Chicagoland. That, I think, has a little bit more of a reflection on on my personality even you know you could start to make a few assumptions there just based on geography even um so yeah i don't uh i i i'm as much as i enjoy it and uh the fact that i've been here coming up on a year here and actually a few weeks a full year uh living here i wouldn't say that this is my home per se and then of course there are people there are, there are ideas that your concept of home is tied to whether or not you own a specific house, the actual structure versus renting, or maybe you're in a condo or an apartment or or, or you have roommates or not. You know, there's there's very many different definitions to the term. Uh, I'm, I also don't, uh, I guess I can even admit that I don't feel, you know, the, the childhood home I grew up in, when I do return there, it doesn't feel like home to me. It's it's honestly even a little bit awkward. Not unpleasant or anything like that, but just it doesn't feel the same because I don't feel the same person as I was growing up there. Obviously, I'm an adult now, in theory. <laughs> in theory only, in concept and perhaps numerical age, uh, according According to the IRS, I am an adult, but <laughs> let's not talk about the technicalities of that. Um, but it just doesn't feel the same. Just like, I don't know if you've ever been back to even your old schools. Uh, I haven't, but of course they're all surrounding that home. They're all in that same area, even seeing them from the outside. Uh, elementary schools, middle schools, col not colleges, uh, high schools. Um... I do remember even, I can't remember if I was in college or or what, but I, I do remember somehow ending in up in 
the elementary school I went in. That's grades one through five here in the United States. I don't know what different educational levels are around the world. Uh, but I remember going there and thinking, oh my gosh, everything is so small here. Because, obviously, I had grown to over six feet tall, and, and the last time I was there in the fifth grade, I was maybe only, I don't know how tall you, four, four and a half feet tall, something. Uh, you know, just the sense of scale is way off, and it's like, this this is not right. This seems like I'm I'm in some sort of, like, uh, a, a model, a toy rendition of the school I went to as a child, you know? So even that sort of stuff, perspective changes. I might have a little bit of a, you know, less of a... That's the word I'm looking for. Less of a concept of home than perhaps other people's concepts of like a traditional home, simply because I don't find myself particularly attaching myself to, like I said, the physical structure of a house. Uh, or even the surroundings, I don't find myself, you know, like a lot of people, when they buy a home or they live somewhere, they'll make it, you know, I need to make it my own. I, you know, I need to renovate this. I need to paint the walls this. Uh, I kind of just treat it like, um, I, I don't know, a, a pair of pants you buy at the store. You don't really, you know, you put them on, it's comfortable. The, you know, you, you leave your marks on them, that you, you make it comfortable around you, but I'm not really uh, needing to, you know, customize it to make it mine. I'm not really investing money, time, emotional energy into becoming attached to this place. Am I making sense? I don't know if I'm making sense. I mean, I know people who do, like, when they've bought houses or do this, that, or the other, that they... They rip out the kitchens, or they redo all the faucet, the whatever, you know, hardware, or, you know, uh, change this color to that. They repaint this, that, or the other. They, they you know, they, they put in a wall, or they knock down a wall, or, you know, they do something to change it so that they can say, this is mine, I guess. Uh, I'm sure there's other reasons that people would do that for convenience or, or whatever, but... Uh, I've I've never uh, found the 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 need or urge to do such a thing. I mean, even similarly, like oh, landscaping or or whatever on the the exterior or whatever has never really been anything too important. Not that I'm saying I don't like the places I live in, or that I don't care about them. I upkeep them and and, and try to you know make it a nice place for myself to live, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I have a little bit of a weird concept of that. Uh, so yeah, I could I could definitely think that there are multiples. You could have multiple homes uh, for for different situations, different even going as far as say different versions of yourself, even uh, in a non um, multiple personality disorder way. Um, but also uh, just because. You know, it kind of frees you up from from sticking into one spot, I guess. I don't know. Uh, this is a nice another another rift here, another continental whiff, whiff, a whiff. It's a whiff. Look at this crazy whiff that we have right here. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would certainly call Chicago area my hometown. That's still where my family is and uh, extended 
immediate family even. Uh, so that I, I would be comfortable calling my hometown, but I don't have any particular space myself there anymore, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a different question, I suppose. Everybody might have a different concept of, of that on their own uh, definition of, of home. You know, there's people who like to immediately get out of, of where they're at maybe because they don't they do have a negative connotation or they don't like where they live or where they were born so they've got to go as far as possible or or they have to to travel as far as possible uh, a lot or, or you know oh, I'm gonna move to Europe or you know really more extreme things like that um, but I don't know you know that can all be for different reasons entirely um, I don't know. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But I hope I answered it, like, to a degree. <laughs> to a degree uh, slightly above no answer at all, hopefully. Speaking of long distances and faraway places, uh, Leif from Norway says, I'm pretty sure you've actually donated before and asked the same exact thing, but he says, since you like to go hiking, you should come to Norway. This sounds familiar. Somebody else, either that or Iceland or New Zealand or something. We have some great mountains and fjords <laughs> and combinations of the two. It's great for hiking. And then he goes on to say, I hope you and Beef can do some more co-op videos in the future. That's no specific question, just a nice message there. Thank you, Leif. Leif, L-E-I-F. Am I saying this right? The reason I remember that you've donated before is because I remember not knowing if I'm pronouncing your name correctly. But I think it's Leif. And uh, yeah, Norway seems interesting. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make a dedicated trip to there ever, but uh, thumbs up for Fjords <laughs> and whatnot. Uh, and thank you for the donation. And I'm I'm sure myself and Beef will be doing co-ops in the future. I think he even got a, it was perhaps from you. Somebody suggested to him to do co-ops with, with me and or Zisto and stuff like that. And we'll see, we'll at least be seeing Beef at the Mindcrack Marathon, so perhaps we'll arrange things there. Maybe, I don't know, what is the Forza multiplayer like, if that's worth trying out with him or, or trying something else, maybe non, maybe non-racing. The the two racing YouTubers <laughs> can, can do a co-op in a non-racing game, maybe. Maybe that'll take us out of the, get us out of a, a comfort zone of uh, of that sort of thing. I need some more torches here. So let's make some more torches, torches, torches. Uh, oh, why not? I guess use all of your coal. Oh, skeleton spawning. Go and sleep. And awakeness. How many arrows do I have? Did that hit him? Well, oh, I don't know. I guess we'll have to go over there if there's a. Ah, uh, get sniped! I don't know where these shots are going. Oh, he died before I could shoot him. So I guess if there's five arrows over there, then that means I did not hit a dang thing. Oh, he must have shot at me once. One, two, three, four. Oh, that must have been actually one of my arrows. It might have bounced off him as he was dying. If I can pick it up, it is. Yep, it is. All right. I missed all of my shots. I am great. 
Let's see what else. Oh, I guess along the same topics of visiting Norway and countries far, far away. Izzy, with their donation, asks, Of all the countries in the world, which one would you like to visit the most that you haven't been to yet? And another question just for fun. If if there was no issues with gluten or whatever, what would be your ideal pizza? Well, my favorite pizza is that of Lou Melnati's. I say this often, Lou Melnati's, and people say Illuminati? Uh, no, no, Lou Melnati's is there again what with the chicago you know this is this is something you can assume from somebody who says they're from chicago that they have some sort of attachment to certain uh chicago food franchises whether or not it be based around pizza or your hot dogs or or your italian food or something there's there's some sort of culture to be found through the food and you could either be like an uno's or a home run in or uh uh um uh, I forget all the ones that I don't go to. Giordano's, I think, is, is another another pizza place, and and there's even like smaller uh, non-chain ones. But I I am of of particular fandom towards the Lou Malnati's, so I would go for the the standard pan Lou Malnati's pizza that I cannot have anymore. Uh, sometimes referred to as their their butter crust. It's not. It's technically Chicago deep dish, but it's not really deep dish. Uh, it is a pan pizza. It's only about an inch or so thick, depending on what you put on it. Only, and uh, you know, it is it is fork and knife material. But I, it, it it's great, and I miss it. They do have they do have a gluten free crust that I have had. Uh, the last times I was in Chicago, but it uh, it's a thin crust, but you can still get all the toppings. Their sausage is my favorite. Their sausage, their sausage is the best, and uh, yeah, that I enjoy. And I just got some fantastic news that my favorite Lou Malnati's is in the spring going to be opening up a location in downtown Phoenix. <laughs> so I'll never have any reason to go back. Oh man, I've got the White Sox playing here for spring training. Uh, Lou Malnati's is coming around so I can at least have like the gluten-free pizza there. Um, I can't, I mean there are Portillo's around here but I can't have anything from Portillo's anymore because on, on account of the gluten. Although I should check, maybe they, oh, I doubt it though. I doubt that they offer uh, a gluten-free Kaiser roll for your Italian beef. Wow, look at all this crazy awesome stuff that we're seeing these recent days in Far Lands of Bust. Minecraft beta 1.7.3. We miss your terrain generation. Um, but yeah, that was some... Just yesterday I, I heard that and I'm like, rejoice! Hooray! I don't know how often I'm going to drive into downtown Phoenix for pizza, but uh, that it'll be there. It'll exist. Woo! Oh, I was confused because I saw the grass through there. I'm like, where am I? What level am I on? But uh, yeah, that would probably be ideal pizzas to be able to have that pizza again. Uh, but the first question about where would you visit any country that you haven't visited? Um, that's a tough one. Like, for sheer adventure and thrill, I would say it's not even technically a country, but Antarctica. Just because that is very much... The fringes, on the fringes of, uh, you know, adventure and places people would go to. I mean, it's, without leaving planet Earth, probably the closest to visiting an alien 
deserted planet that you can get to while still being on Earth, like I said. Uh, there's other places I'm sure similar, you know, the Sahara or certain deserts or, or the middle of the, the tundra or something in, in Russia. But, like, this is just not connected to anything. You know, it's Antarctica. There are some settlements, there is some civilization in, in certain areas and stuff like that, but in and of itself it is cut off from everything. So probably Antarctica. Actual country with like people and a government. <laughs> um, ah, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Possibly Iceland? Iceland possibly, probably. On the similar scales of of uh Similar scales as, as you know, Antarctica, sort of. It's, it's a kind of an Arctic region, I suppose, but very nice seeming uh, ooh, people and culture, but also the, 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 the landscape, the picturesque panoramic vistas and mountains and waterfalls and, and stuff like that. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Uh, probably has been uh, well advertised to me via my liking the band Sigurros, but uh, uh, Iceland certainly up there. I suppose similarly, although I consider it to be kind of the opposite of Iceland, is New Zealand. <laughs> it's kind of on both the opposite side of the planet, but also uh, but very similar once again. Probably very well advertised to me via the Lord of the Rings movies, uh, but uh, New Zealand, uh, Australia maybe... Um, um, yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, those are probably the places off the top of my head. I mean, similarly, I would like to go to Alaska to experience that, but that's technically still in the country, even though it feels like, you know, that would be similar to flying to Iceland or, you know, whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, okay, well, let's go with that. Let's go with those as the answer, why don't we? And we have, and we did... Thank you very much for that donation and those questions there. Izzy? Ah, uh, let's see. Phil asks if I've ever tried roasting my own coffee beans. I have not, and I probably will not. There is a threshold of work versus reward in that regard, and maybe there is reward out of that, but... Uh, having to grind my own beans and doing the pour-over coffee thing and the measuring and the scales and the time and the swirling of the of the water and the perfect temperature and whatever uh, that's probably as in-depth of coffee aficionadedness that I'm that I'm probably willing to get uh, not much not not too much into getting too uh, crazy with that sort of stuff, I guess. Drop down, Cactus! Uh, but no, I have not tried, and I know, you know, I, I have seen places where you can buy the green coffee beans to roast your own, and people, oh, it's easy, you just gotta get, uh, you know, you can do it in an old popcorn popper or, or something. I, I don't know specifically what the, the methodology is, but, ah, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm as invested in the hobby of coffee as I probably would like to be. <laughs> I, you know, it's more than getting an automatic coffee maker, dripper or whatever, uh, but not as much. I'm not going as far as roasting my own beans or anything like that. I have even considered, I have looked at some of the higher end drip coffee pots, 
that kind of try to mimic the the pour over method. Uh, they never, all the reviews say they never fully match it, but it does seem like a little bit more on, on the convenient side. So I suppose I wouldn't, as opposed to making things more difficult on myself, uh, I would probably look for a method to make things a little easier on myself. Uh, I'd still ground my own beans. I still see the positives in that, but not not roasting my own beans probably. But I do appreciate that question and the donation to Child's Play Charity. Watch your step, watch your step, watch your step. Wolfie? No, nope, didn't watch your step. Didn't watch your step. <laughs> That's the the bar of right there. It's just sitting right there. Doing nothing for nobody. Ah, uh, let's see here. Ah, here we go. Anonymous donor has asked, what are some news sources or websites that you could recommend to keep up to date on NASA news and other science-related events? Uh, well, first of all, on December 15th, NASA is opening up applications for their next astronaut class, astronaut candidate class. If you're interested, <laughs> check out nasa.gov. I mean, obviously, I mean, a big source for me has been Twitter. Twitter and, and the interwebs in, in that regard, because NASA, for the longest time, has been on the forefront of kind of taking advantage, what with the tweet-ups that they have and the, the NASA socials and things, but then just also having pretty much a Twitter account for every mission. Uh, the astronauts got into Twitter pretty pretty good, and then pretty much every astronaut, every active astronaut, even some of the, you know, you can even follow some of the the current class of astronaut candidates have their own Twitters and can tweet from space and whatever they're at. Uh, it's kind of cool. So yeah, Twitter, honestly. And then just following all the NASA and space things and people on Twitter has been has been quite the source. Uh, let's make our hidey hole right here, why don't we? Careful, Wolfie. It's kind of we've got our own little our own little uh, what is this thing called? Crater, I suppose. NASA, I guess. Um. Hey, Wolfie, you want to come down here, or or what? Or what? There we go. Yeah, bip, bip, have a seat. And let me actually get your health back up all the way. Yep. And... Hey, you. You there, with the face. Yep, there we go. I didn't eat any of those. A resounding success. So, yeah, certainly those. I mean, obviously, NASA. Uh, the website isn't as good, I suppose. It's just getting random news. Um, there is planetary.org, which is the Planetary Society. They tend to follow not so much the human spaceflight thing, but robotic spaceflights. Uh, they are currently uh, headed by Bill Nye, but they have some blogs on their website that I follow. Uh, there's different, so many websites. NASA Spaceflight, Spaceflight Now, um, you know, if you want to find out and again, follow their Twitters even too. Spaceflight Now is kind of one that you can follow, and they'll have coverage of of pretty much every oh, just enough wood here. Pretty much every launch, space launch happening anywhere, whether or not it be for 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 NASA manned or crewed or uncrewed. Excuse me. Uh, whether it be for NASA, whether it be a science satellite or anything. Uh, or just like a communication satellite, like say 
uh, like, uh, you know, out of French Guiana, they're launching a military satellite or a communication satellite for the Middle East. Some Middle East cable company wants to launch a communication satellite. They'll cover that and have footage of that and, and, and information and news about that. So that is good. And then there's a whole bunch of astronomy ones. I can't make a boat. I don't know why I'm looking at my inventory here. I will be need to re needing to replace my chest plate at some point, and also, why not, my shovel and my axe. Bing bong! I don't know why I'm still carrying around the helmet. I was hoping to place it somewhere nice. I should have thrown it into the vortex, to the underworld, but I was a little bit mistaken and uh, distracted by the pig going in there. Um, so yeah, there's just so many. Uh, I, I really can't name them all. But those are some of them that I follow. I mean, there's even spaceweather.com if you want to follow stuff about astronomy, upcoming meteor showers and solar storms that cause northern lights, southern lights, the aurora, and, you know, all that stuff, uh, amateur astronomy and, and, and whatever. Uh, it's, it's all over the place. But but any, anyway, yeah, that just that question stuck out at me because I saw today that NASA announced they're going to start taking applications for the next astronaut class. Uh, I, I don't think I qualify, so I think I'll I'll spare them the paperwork of submitting my own application, but I sure they sure do I sure do they do. I I'm sure they do get their fair share of kind of bogus joke uh applications. Uh but oh well <laughs> what you gonna do? Uh, you wanna be an astronaut, you gotta you gotta fill out the paperwork. But uh yeah. Alright, this has been like I said, episode 527 of Far Lands or Bust. Like I said, we're also not going to be having a Saturday or Tuesday episode of Far Lands or Bust. So episode 528 will happen next Thursday, a week from today, because I will be at the Mindcrack Marathon. Mindcrackmarathon.com is where you can get all of the schedule and details. You can watch the stream. You can actually, there's a big donate button right there in the header where you can donate to the Extra Life charity. Uh, I think our goal, we're trying to raise. $200,000 over the weekend, and there's some stretch goals beyond that for Extra Life Charities. Um, they'll have more information about that, but I'm going to be there with 17-ish, I think, other Mindcrackers, and that is going to be a different experience, but we're all just going into it, and uh, hopefully good things come about out of it. I'm sure, regardless, good things will come out of it, because uh, in years past, the, the Minecraft marathons have done good thing. Good thing indeed. <laughs> At least one good thing. Good things, plural. Um, so yeah, wish me luck. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this episode of Far Lines of Bust. Even though it might not have had a very interesting-looking thumbnail and, and clickbaity title, I apologize. But uh, thank you so much for watching, supporting Child's Play Charity, supporting my channel. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.
drop down cactus.